So welcome back once again to the world's first eighth Sony podcast. Oh no, it's not the Sony podcast, is it? It's, it's, it's the Gadget podcast. It's whoa, the Gadget whoa, podcast. Whoa, whoa, whoa. <laughs> where, we discuss, where we discuss technology, not just Sony. If you want just Sony, um, Google search what gear. It's one word and Sony. It's also one word. And uh, you should find <laughs> you should find the uh, Sony What Gear podcast where we cover all news, all things Sony every week on a Friday. Uh, so make sure you subscribe to What Gear. Pick up the RS feed, RSS feed from the website. Um, sign up on iTunes. But anyway, we've got a bunch of stuff to talk, talk about today. Uh, in general, technology. Lots of exciting stuff happening out there. Um, one of the things that we're really looking forward to. Dave and myself have both had Samsung Galaxy phones in the past. I still think they have the best screens on any smartphone right now. Um, we'll see what Apple do with their newer phones with their OLED screens. But there is the big Samsung Unpacked event coming up soon. I was hoping that they're going to announce the Note 6, but it looks like it's probably not going to happen. Um, what, what have you heard, Dave? So the uh, the event will ha actually happen on Sunday, the twenty first of February in Barcelona, España, um, which is a day before the Mobile World Congress kicks off, which is uh, in line with uh, previous years. I think they've done it for the last two or three years. Uh, the day before, um, the the rumours are that um, they will uh, they will be showing off the Galaxy S seven and Galaxy S seven Edge screen. Uh, edge phone sorry um but yeah unfortunately it looks like our uh, invitations got lost in the post again uh this yeah year. yeah um, I, maybe we should just gate crash it next year just show up and just be like hey we're here and just uh <laughs> just just try and just try and get get in there <laughs> i think we should just book a holiday to barcelona next year and just see what we can do yeah just this just gate crash and just walk in like we uh we were going to be there in the first place. Um, but anyway, these two phones, I I really can't see any big jumps. I think really what we will we, probably see, if you guys want to check out my predictions and the What Gear Word on the Street videos, I did one on the Galaxy uh, S7 and the Galaxy Note 6. So we're not going to see Note 6 yet. But one of the things that I really expect to see this year is retina scanners. On the devices i think retina scanning when it comes to passwords and security is probably the easiest solution because i ran into this pro uh, problem the other day you know every website that you sign up to has a different requirement capital letter lower letter special character has to be over eight characters long has to be over 10 characters. you know so many variables that keep changing that you change your password so many bloody times and you try all of your passwords and then eventually you get locked out because you've had too many failed attempts how much easier would it be just to look at the camera and be like yeah it's me <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> yeah um i think that's kind of going to be the thing that a lot of the phones are going to be going towards this year I believe. I, the... I disagree. I I don't think that's. I don't think that's this year. I think that will be a. Um, I think that's a year or two in the future. You think so? Uh, I think so. Yeah. This um, is the year of the it, fingerprint. It looks like the. It looks like the, the, the. This will be the year of the fingerprint. Uh, yes. Um, it looks like uh, certainly with the uh, moving back to the Samsung um, 
devices. Looks like they're going to do the same again. Uh, the rumours are that there's going to be two different variants of the same phone uh, within the S7 and S7 uh, Edge. Um, one with a uh, around about a five-inch screen, one with a five-and-a-half-inch screen, 5.1 and 5.5, I believe. Uh, two processors again. With this, the, it's rumoured that the Snapdragon 820 uh, will be in one, and they'll have another version with the um, Zynos uh, chip. Is that right, Zynos? Yeah, Zynos. Uh, Zynos we, chip as well. That's how we say it in England. <laughs> <laughs> Aluminum. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, uh, also, uh, there's a rumour that the the S7 may come with a lesser camera this year. Apparently, 12 megapixel camera. Ah. Uh, which is a step down from the S6 of 16 uh, megapixels. I wonder if they're going to use a dual lens, though, because, you know, I think HTC did a dual lens camera mm. with a lower megapixel, and apparently it's, it's pretty good. Oh, interesting. Um, if Samsung have cut corners with their camera sensors, maybe they're doing that to sort of spite Sony. They're like, I'm not going to help these guys out. <laughs> let's, let's just buy the, the sensors somewhere else. Grind their faces into the dirt just a little bit more. <laughs> Maybe um, that's it. It could be a strategic move, you know, because the the Galaxy is a very well. I don't think it's close behind, but it's it's a number two, I think, um, after the iPhone. A big steaming pile of number two. <laughs> I mean, arguably, in some cases, it's better than the iPhone. Um, yes. No. I I, I think uh, uh, the. Um, the iPhone is is uh, they you know they shot themselves in the foot being quite limited in they their technology. In there. I think I think we've I think we've talked about this uh, quite a number of times. Um, yeah. To keep it to keep it uh, on on topic at the moment, other rumours indicate that uh, this year's devices could be could in fact be waterproof or water resistant, uh, and may even feature a very um, Apple like uh, pressure sensitive screen. Oh yeah, so, of course, the three D touch or the or the yeah, force touch. You you know I'm, I'm a bit of a Jedi, don't you? <laughs> so what do you reckon? Uh, uh, what do you reckon this is good, this is going to cost? Oof, I, I think uh, we're looking at the sort of five fifty six fifty bracket. That sounds like the path to the dark side. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, I certainly won't be putting my hand in my pocket for, for this version of the, uh, of the um, I, I wasn't really blown away by the S6 and S, uh, S6 and S6 Edge last year um, yeah it's, it's funny because they, they had the waterproof S5 was waterproof but it had caps on it so you had the, the you had to have the caps sealed mm. otherwise it would um, it would leak so I wonder if they do a capless design. I know Sony have done a few capless designs recently, um, so the ports could withstand any water in them. I wonder if they're going to pull that off this year. Because I think when you've got those covers, you kind of have to, they kind of like ruin the design a bit, I think, sometimes. Yeah, uh, especially when your kids get hold of them. Um, I, I, had, I had like a really old, I actually found my old uh, Sony W550i which is this weird sort of swivel phone where you kind of swivel it and it, it kind of flips out. In, oh, I remember bits. those. <laughs> had uh, the Walkman branding on it. That's right, it did, yeah. yeah. And uh, it had like these little rubber uh, rubber socket protectors, like jack protector things in it. And uh, my four-year-old got hold of it and uh, promptly ripped those out. Long gone. Long gone. <laughs> so <laughs> rest in peace, uh, uh, <laughs> 
cover. Yeah, I, I, I mean, looking at the previous uh, Galaxy phones, they were very nice. They were very tidy. It was almost like they were trying to catch up style-wise with the iPhone. So I wouldn't expect them to go backwards. Um, I would expect, if this is going to be waterproof, I'd expect it to be capless waterproof features. Mm. So the charge port, the headphone port will, will be always exposed, but water resistant. Yeah, so, although there, there has been no mention of it. Um, I'm, I've got everything crossed um, that we're going to see this uh, revolutionary new um, Samsung wallet phone, clamshell yeah. phone. So a lot of people, you know, every year they kind of put out a concept uh, idea. I think last year it was kind of the note. I mean, the note they didn't they didn't launch it over here yet. Is it is it even available over here? I, I think don't can, think so. You I can get it from Europe. It's, yeah, it's not it's not available with the. I don't think any of the UK carriers are um, are uh, selling it at the moment. I think the sort of general consensus on it has been it's not actually that great. Um, some of the, when I saw the press conference, I was, I was like, wow, this looks really good, but they obviously don't have that much confidence in it if they didn't bring it to the market over here. Um, when you got, I wonder, I just wonder how well received the last couple of, I mean, I love the note three, I still use it. Um, but I just wonder how well the last couple of notes have, have done in the UK. I, again, I mean, I touched on this, touched on this uh, in the earlier podcast, but the price of a of a like a Note Four or a Note Five, um, uh, sorry, no, what are we on now? Note uh, the price of note the Note Four. Five is the recent one. We five is got. the recent one. Yeah, the, pro, the the price of the Note Four, even when the Note Five was coming out, was a ridiculous amount. It was like fifty quid, uh, around about fifty quid a month on the uh, pretty two much all contract. of the carriers that were off. Yeah, two year contract exactly. Yeah, you're looking at you know huge amount, like probably about somewhere in the region of a thousand pounds for the yeah. privilege of owning a owning a you know a Note Four, which was just outrageous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That is the way things are going, unfortunately. So it'll be interesting to see what else comes out of the unpacked. So last year they announced the smartwatch, so maybe we'll see a newer version of their smartwatch. Um, we'll definitely see those S phones, the S7 and the S7 Plus. Yep. We probably um, won't see the S6, uh, Note 6. We might see a tablet. Who knows? Could we see a tablet? Uh, one thing that potentially may be uh, unveiled is a new um, Samsung Gear VR headset. Apparently, it was oh, okay. teased in a video yeah. with a yeah. date of the 21st of Feb 2016. So that uh, ties in very nicely. I heard they're doing quite well with that, actually, in terms of um, VR headsets. That's one of the best-selling ones out there at the moment. I think it's because uh, of the price point. I think, uh, I think yeah. the big boys need to uh, sit up and sit up and look exactly what Samsung are doing with this thing. Um, I mean, ultimately, at the end of the day, it's a it's a you know glorified um, pair of goggles, really, isn't it? But um, yeah, I have to admit, you know, I've got the Merge VR headset here, and it's great. It's fantastic. The lenses are amazing, but I just don't know what to do with it. I'm, I'm like, I think one of the I mean, there's a few games and videos you can watch, and games you can play, videos you can watch. But um, one of the things that Samsung were trying to sort of convey in their last conference was this operating system, not operating system, a browser, so a web browser where you use it entirely in VR. And I, I haven't seen it. I don't think it's available to anybody other than uh, Samsung Galaxy users. Yeah. Um, I think maybe maybe we'll see more steps in that direction from them this year at this event. Uh, we, we'll have to wait and see. 
But anyway, I think that's... Uh... Just very quickly, there is a very interesting little point that I just picked up on. For the uh, for the phones that are coming out this year, the Samsung phones, it looks like they may have uh, backtracked and we may be seeing the micro SD card slot yeah, being uh, yeah. reinstated. <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to check out the Galaxy S6 video that I did, the what, the what gear word on the street, Galaxy S6 video, I actually predicted that in there as well. That's been a rumor that's been floating around. It's something that people want. And you know, if you want to, if you want to keep people happy, you got to give them what they want. And um, absolutely, I think they understand that. And there's something that Apple don't do. <laughs> it might be, and it's a good thing. You know, you're going to win fans doing that. Um, so, just on the topic of VR again, real quick, I did mention that I have the Merge VR. I did a Merge VR video. If you want to check that out, Google what gear? There's one word, and Merge VR, and you will find that video. So on to the next subject, which is actually kind of related to that. It is the Microsoft HoloLens. So there's been some news in, in that area. Um, I did a video on the HoloLens ages ago when it was announced, and I was really excited about it. And it was quite an, quite an in-depth video about my expectations of it. Good fun to watch. So if you guys want to check that out, you know what to do. Google what gear. It's one word. And then type in Microsoft HoloLens. It's a good video. Um, but Dave, what's, the, what's this big news then revolving around the HoloLens? So uh, Microsoft have ambitions to uh, bring uh, HoloLens to the, uh, the probably, I suppose you could say, the world-famous Super Bowl. You may not be an NFL fan. Uh, certainly most people in, uh, in the UK, you know, it's not, a, it's not a major sport in the UK. But they've got uh, ambitions to bring uh, the NFL and HoloLens together, so you could potentially watch the Super Bowl on your coffee table, which is uh, it, it's uh, in terms of uh, sporting events and um, you know uh, live live uh, live events to, to be able to watch it in that sort of uh, um, way would be a would be I'd I'd, love, I'd pay to do it to be honest. So, really, what you can do with the HoloLens is is turn any surface into a a, a screen basically yes uh it's effectively hololens obviously is the augmented augmented reality so you can turn um a coffee table into a work uh works you know a work platform you can uh you you know depending on how they utilize it you know you can turn a wall into a screen are we talking um, about 3d nfl so like 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 uh out that scene in um total star recall. wars star wars with the chess set <laughs> the, the creatures yeah the, kind of kind of so yeah. they're actually there running around on your coffee table um your, yes your, the, the, that that has been proposed there's also things like wow. life-size characters sort of standing in front of you and uh you know sort of like they're, they're sort of like standing there waiting for the catch and you can see them you know obviously with the american football they see you've the ball got, you've got, flying you've got, from one end exactly of that was that would be crazy, just flying across from one end of your coffee table to the other. Yeah, the picture I'm looking at right now is is someone sitting uh, sitting on the sofa, and next to the coffee table is a a full size guy. Um, who is that? Number three, Russell Wil Wilson. Or Wil number three, Russell Wilson, uh, standing there waiting to catch the uh, catch the the quarterback's throw. By the looks of it. Um, we're well, standing right next to him in the living he's room. Stand he's standing right next to him in his living room. Yeah, it's um, crazy. It's interesting. Another another concept they've got is having turning sort of virtually the entire wall of a living room into uh, a giant screen using the Hololens, and you can pick up the stats for the for the players and have you know, hold them in your hand. 
Um, there's all sorts, all sorts of different things. Um, but yeah, the go back to the Star Wars thing. Uh, yeah, I'm looking at a coffee table, which is you know sort of like little miniature guys. There's a section of the field on top of the coffee table and and all that sort of thing. Yeah, it looks. Um, so imagine this, right? This this is great news from from us at War Gear. We've actually been invited to a UFC event in London to go and uh, cover the event live. Me and Avi Dave are going to be there watching Ooh, uh, some real fights. Uh, right, cage side as well, very close to cage side. How amazing would it be, right? Because imagine you're just in your living room and you've you've got all your mates around, you've all got HoloLenses on, and then you can see the cage, like like a the, the cage in the middle of your living room, like, and you're looking kind of down, like you know, you're like imagine that, man. You can see the people fighting, like <laughs> like like that, like out of Star Wars, the the thing with the monsters on the on the chessboard. That'd yeah. just be insane. Can you imagine that? Either that or like the, the the thing that really excites me is being able to have like the sort of you remember like the total the original total recall where the woman was doing the tennis practice and she had like the hologram, the life size hologram in a yeah. in yeah, her front yeah. room to have that kind of thing, sort of like two UFC cage fighters like going toe to toe life size. Right you well, in like, your living room. In your living room and you can walk around it and you can like get in between it and do you know, you know what, what I mean? that one of the one of the problems the UFC suffers with is is um, the ref not seeing certain fouls and what you know like someone grabbing the cage or doing an illegal move or something. Mm. If they could like you know like time out and then like load it load it back up and walk around, you know like like Batman out of the game. You know when you do the when you do the um, the uh, detective mode and you reconstruct the crime scene <laughs> you walk around and look at all the different angles yeah that's what it'd be like man insane the, the potential for the uh hololens is absolutely mind-blowing check out the video that i did um hololens what gear google it one word, one word. <laughs> what gear is one, one word one other thing, uh, <laughs> one other thing i want to uh, mention about the hololens just before we move on to the next topic is uh, there was an uh, article I read recently, and they are expecting the price of the HoloLens to retail at somewhere in the region of $3,000. You, know um, you know I'm a bit of a Jedi, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, that price is uh, sending me on the path to the dark side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, $3,000, man. Ouch. That yeah, I, I, I would probably say, unless you're super rich... Wait for version two when they've ironed more of the bugs out um, and maybe it'll be more reasonably priced. <laughs> we'll if that, wait and if see. that price stands up, that is just ridiculous. That reminds people will me pay the, it. Uh, some people will pay it. You know, it's a standalone get, computer. Yeah, it is, but $3,000. Uh, yeah. You know, that, that's reminiscent of when, uh, when they announced the Xbox One. I remember sitting watching the press conference and... Uh, Phil Spencer was up on stage and he went, yeah, it's going to retail for in the region of $500. And everyone went, <gasps> yeah. <laughs> and yeah. they had the big, uh, the big DR- DRM uh, debacle. <laughs> Just complete madness with that. And they had to withdraw their whole idea. You know, they had so many good ideas for the Xbox One when they, when they were getting ready to launch it. And they pulled all the ideas and we thought that maybe they would... They would give them back a bit later, but they never did. Um, yes. To do with all the digital, um, the digital rights stuff. That's right. That's right. Yeah. It's a shame, really. It's a shame. Um, anyway, but anyway, yeah. Move. Let's move on. So um, 
we talked sort of briefly about using the HoloLens to project images onto surfaces, but there has been a shift in this sort of movement towards turning surfaces into screens without the HoloLens using projector technology. So there's there's a few of them out there, and we actually I actually uh, did an unboxing on the TouchJet Pond, which is a really small Pico projector, which runs Android, which means you can install apps, and you can project it onto your wall, and it comes with styluses, so you can actually um, play games and navigate the operating system using your hands on the wall with a pen, which is uh, why I probably recommend is don't actually draw on your wall, just kind of. Hold it near the wall. Check that video out anyway. Um, but there's been a shift towards this, the Life Space UX. Uh, you brought it up earlier, Dave. What, what was it? Um, what was the article you saw? Um, <laughs> I can't actually remember now. I can't actually remember uh, that, that one. Sorry, I was just pulling up the next article, which I was going to talk about. Okay. So basically, um, with, uh, with sort of, it's kind of like augmenting your living room with with devices so instead of having a tv you could potentially have like a one of the, the one of the products that sony created a couple of years back which hasn't reached market over here is the short throw projector the 4k short throw projector it kind of just looks like a regular cabinet you'd have up against the wall but then you push a button and the lid kind of rolls back and it can project a 4k 55 up to like 105 or something inch screen wow on your wall and it's like it's not even in the room you wouldn't even know it was there until you push the button and the and the lid scroll uh, scrolls back and and uh the pictures then just pops up on your wall so th there's been quite a lot of uh talk about this from sony and other companies are jumping on board with it as well what do you reckon dave is this something we're going to see more of in the future is people going to buy into it i i would uh, obviously price point depending um I'm not going to spend a ridiculous amount of money on something like that, but I mean, there there was that uh, Microsoft had their own concept, didn't they, um, some time ago, uh, where it would actually extend the um, Xbox experience or, or uh, PC gaming experience. Um, so, yeah, I think I think it's something that uh, will will uh, move forward. I'm not sure about Microsoft now because they've got the, they're moving forward with the Hololens thing, and you know, the Hololens turns your actual living environment into the um you know augmented reality space i'm not sure if they if they're going to move forward with their one but um it's something i would like to see uh, you know if it's 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 almost like the interim step between your tv and um uh, almost vr really isn't it you know to, to yeah. turn to turn sort of like a a whole space in your in your in your house into a into a screen is um yeah, it'd be quite impressive you know there's one big flaw with all of this kind of goggle and lens technology is the damage it's doing to your eyes surely surely it can't be good for your eyes to to have mm. uh, this much information being absorbed at such a short distance so maybe like projector technology is a little less damaging <laughs> to your retinas. Um, and talking, going back to the uh, short throw 4K projector, I actually know how much th this was going to cost in the UK. And um, you know I'm a bit of a Jedi, right? <laughs> Let's just say the price is definitely the 
path to the dark side was around 20, I think it was 20,000 or 25,000 pounds over here. No in the UK. way. Yeah. Insane. Um, if there was one in the UK, I think they would struggle to sell it. <laughs> but it's cool. It is cool. I, yeah, I'd love to see it firsthand to see how good it is. But it, again, with, with projector technology, any projector technology, it depends on how lit your room is. If you have a basement room, which is like a cinema, no lights in there at all, it's perfect. If you have a living room like mine where the curtains are so thin that it's like <laughs> the light just shines through. Like, Tracing paper curtains. Yeah, you got everyone on the walking path can see through your curtains straight into your living room. Uh, <laughs> then, there's no, then there's no point of getting a projector. Um, but it's interesting, you know, there is a move towards that and interactive surfaces as well. So the, if you want a, a, re, a reasonably priced one, look at the TouchJet Pond and look at the video that I did on the TouchJet Pond and uh, you can get a good idea of what we're, what we're sort of discussing. So I think we should move on yes, to another on. subject. Uh, so this is actually the number one trending thing in the US right now. And it all revolves around IoT. For those of you who don't know what IoT is, it's Internet of Things. So it's things connected to the internet. Wow. Internet of things. There you go. So you learn something new every day. Um, this can range from lots and lots of stuff, but this is the big news. Cisco, really big company in the computing world, have bought over a company called Jasper Technology, who I've never heard of, but they're obviously pretty valuable because they paid $14 billion to buy this company. And, and then I started reading a little bit about what Jasper Technology do, and I got a little bit nervous, <laughs> I have to say. So it turns out uh, Jasper, Jasper Technology uh, are involved in IoT, so sort of you know wireless devices. But some of the kind of stuff that they have control over is frightening. They actually are involved in controlling people's pacemakers in their chests. <laughs> um, so, you know, there's a lot of hacking scandals out there. Imagine you got a pacemaker, right? A hacker sends you an email and says, we know you're, we know you're loaded because we, we, we've been watching your smartphone and we've seen how much money you got. We're going we're gonna to turn the, the, vol <laughs> the BPM up on this pacemaker and let you cough up some, <laughs> some cash. <laughs> uh, you know, like... Uh, could we be going into a new era of cybercrime where, you know, hackers will be becoming so powerful that they can literally, without being in the same room as you, in the same country, um, they could hold you to ransom? <laughs> well, uh, yeah, potentially, yeah. It's a, it's a scary thought, really, isn't it? Sort of like the... I did read something recently that technology is racing ahead so fast that um, people are... Um, not really questioning whether you know not questioning whether or not we should um go down these these uh te technology uh avenues um yeah it says certainly a worrying thing if uh for you know because there's been all sorts of security uh security issues with various um iot um household goods let's hope they uh they don't um follow into the into the you know these other new emerging uh, IoT um, I mean, technologies that, that will be available very shortly 
So some of the other stuff, right, that Jasper are involved with, this company, which they, they're in the process of buying, cars, right? <laughs> so self-driving cars. They could drive you off a cliff, right? If it falls into the wrong hands, right? <laughs> okay. Jet I, engines. I, I instantly got a thing of uh, speed, you know, the <laughs> Keanu Reeves. Um, not quite the same thing, but, you know, some, some madman... Uh, it's got control over your your little uh, battery powered car. So jet engines, right? So this could be anything from like actual commercial flights to military um, aircraft or drones. Um, again, you know, if the wrong people get their hands on this, this could really be bad, man. This could be really really bad for people. And uh, you know, IoT it, it has. It's conveniences. We were talking about, you know, if you run out of, <laughs> of washing powder, you can push the sticker with the IoT button on it and it will send you a new one from Amazon, this kind of stuff. That's kind of convenient, maybe a bit lazy. <laughs> but, um, I, I've, you know, it's interesting. I came across my um, old iPod video first gen and I, I loaded it up with music. Uh, the other day and I went out for a little run with the dog and I tell you what it was quite relaxing knowing that there was no microphones no cameras no wi-fi no bluetooth nothing other than the physical hard drive inside the device spinning um, and the headphones it was quite peaceful to know <laughs> so when I was out there I was actually quite relaxed about you know being out there do you think IOT is going to put people on edge uh, I think it's I think it's a technology that's going to be uh, embraced quite quickly. Um, I think uh, with 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 the certainly with the way like you know you can virtually buy almost anything using your smartphone now. So um, I think it's a very small step from smartphone to um, IoT devices. And you know, there's there's you know even even like the you know I suppose you could argue like the the Hive. You know, we have in the UK we have something called Hive. Where, which is run by which is owned by British Gas, where you can control your heating um, via your mobile phone. Not even when you're in the house, um, you can. They've also now launched the the plug sockets and the lights and everything like that. So you can switch your lights on before you come in. You can switch your plugs on before you come in. That sort of thing. Um, so I I don't think I don't think it's something people are going to fear. I, again, I think it's it's something that needs to be thought about very carefully. You know, you need to you need to I think people will sort of ignorantly uh, just adopt the technology without thinking about the consequences. Yeah, I think, I think there are a lot of people fall into that category. You get, uh, but saying that, you know, there's a lot of people in sort of older generations that have never touched the internet and just afraid of it. Mm. So is there going to be people um, afraid of IoT? I think, personally, I think there are going to be people like that because I know people that won't go near fa Facebook. <laughs> like, yeah, no, I, don't my, yeah. I don't want my life on the internet. So IoT is an even more of a, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, imposing, no, no. You know what I mean. It's, it's kind of right there. It's kind of under your nose all the time. In your face. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Up yeah. in your grill. <laughs> I don't know. I think... I don't know. I think it's going to it's going to split people's. Uh, it's going to polarize people. Some people are going to love the idea of it. Some people are going to be like, I don't want all that in my house. Mm. Um, I'm not sure where I sit with it. I like the idea of having like 
a button on the washing machine to get sort of the mundane sort of washing powder stuff and stuff like that. You just push the button and it shows up. That sounds good to me. Um, yeah, so IoT is an emerging platform. I actually saw, I read a little bit about a um, fridge camera. So we were talking about Samsung's fridge with the cameras in it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and you can buy these fridge cameras. So if you just have a regular fridge, like most people, you can buy a camera to put it in your fridge and uh, you can you can basically see the contents of your fridge from your smartphone. So when you're at the shop, you know if you need more milk. Be interesting because, I mean, I've got a huge, uh, a huge fridge. I've got, obviously, a family. So um, one of those little under-the-counter numbers is no good for me. So it'd be interesting... How does it work when you've got sort of five or six shelves in your fridge? That's you know a good I mean? question. Yeah. I mean, yes, I've got glass shelves, but they're not um they're not see through, they're they're opaque. So is it do you have to place it on the, the most critical shelf? Or uh, <laughs> Yeah, probably. Which shelf, you know, do you put it on the top shelf where you put all the goodies away from the kids that you know the kids can't reach and that sort of thing? Or uh, that, that could more... be a good use for it. Actually, you can see who's nicked. You know, if you left like one piece <laughs> of all, like you always go, go for <laughs> cake like, or a little piece of cheesecake or the you know the last yeah. uh, the last uh, you can last see little bit it. of chocolate. Or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I've, got, I've I've already got my suspicions in this household. He does that. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think Samsung, right? Because you said they got this is what I was thinking about. This is quite interesting. So they got the swelt belt, right? Yes, they got the smartwatch, right? So you can pay for stuff and, and it will tell you if you've been lazy and to get off your ass. And then it's got a fridge that can tell you what's in the fridge. How long before they put those pieces together and you and you like you're sitting down, it's like time to get up. So it makes you get up and then you go to the fridge you're like to have a bit of cheesecake or something. And then it's like locks the fridge door and says, Nope, you can't have that cheesecake. Now it tightens the belt and it says, <laughs> Get down the shop and buy some milk. <laughs> you know what I mean when yeah. is this going to happen you know is it going to happen it's not that far away there was actually <laughs> I, I, I wish I kept the uh, the article I was reading there is actually a uh, wearable now um, that it actually delivers an electric shock um, so <laughs> I think it's a self admit. I think it's self administered as opposed to automatic which is uh, I'm not sure if that's a good thing or a bad thing or not <laughs> But if you want to get out of the habit of, um, I don't know, smoking or drinking or, uh, or or like you say, visiting the fridge for that last piece of cheesecake, you could just press the button on the thing and it, and it delivers a uh, short, sharp shock to your wrist. Um, Why would you do that, though? Apparently, apparently, it breaks you of any sort of bad habits within a number of weeks. Um, but I think you've got the discipline to press the button now. I think that's I think that's a toy <laughs> yes. device. You just ignore it or even not even wear it. If you, oh, do you, you wake up in the morning and go, do you know what? Today I'm going to eat like a slob. <laughs> yeah. Hit the sofa. Everything's going to be out of a packet. Jobs are good. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't. I don't see that concept working very well. Um, but yeah, so IoT is the future, and it it could be. It could be a disaster, I think. I think there is there's a lot of potential for disaster. Mm. But there is a lot of potential for um streamlining businesses, finding out who stole your cheesecake, um, <laughs> and getting fitter as well, you know. So there's stuff like that. There are there's ups and downsides to both. Yeah, so apparently interesting. there's a Nike have launched a new pair of um smart trainers as well, which I'm gonna oh, really yeah, I'm going to be taking a look uh, at those. Um, uh, I'll, I'll, I'll look at them for the next next week's podcast. How about that? Yeah, it, it, they're Nike 
pulled out of the uh, smart band market. So now I guess what they're doing is they've actually, combining... well, Nike have actually partnered up with TomTom, uh, Tom, I believe. Um, they really, yeah. Yeah, so Nike and TomTom Tom produce um, fitness watches and, and, and that kind of thing. So I think I think uh, Nike are the software end of the, and TomTom Tom are the hardware end, hardware side. What's interesting is that Nike are actually merging, well, combining their strength with the strength of smart technology, but in a shoe. I mm. think that's genius. I think that's really good. What better place to measure your steps than on your feet? Because mm. you could just be standing on the spot doing a hula hoop or something, and it thinks you're doing a marathon. That's right. That's right. Um, I also... Um... Or if you were trying to cheat the thing, not that I would ever do that, you just hooked it up to a washing <laughs> machine. I'm sure there was a video, one of the blogging videos, where you were cheating, though. <laughs> Where I was doing extra exercise. I think it was the iFit, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah, if you guys want to check that out, uh, check out the iFit fitness bands. They're reasonably priced. They're really good and they're accurate as well in the software. Uh, Google what gear? That's one word. And iFit. That's one word. And there's a series so, of videos there. Um, for you moving to watch. on they're to really I think good well. our, our last story of the, uh, of the podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, so we were, talking, we were just talking about things of the future, right? Um Things of the future, back to the future. Hands up who remembers the most iconic car from uh, from the 1980s. No? <laughs> okay, then just me. How about uh, the... Uh, yeah, yeah, of course, the man. The DMC-12. The, the, the car that we got so close to at the Gadget Show last year before we got it shut down. Shut down, denied. Yeah. Um, yes, yeah, so uh, DeLorean, the DeLorean is making a comeback um, over the next couple of years. Apparently, um, uh, the, the, well, the, the manufacturer stopped making cars in 1983, and uh, since then, all they've been doing is refurbishing uh, existing models. But thanks to changes in the uh, U.S. production laws, uh, they are uh, going back in, into small-scale production, which is um, quite exciting. Um, I won't be forking out for one, I have to say. I don't think it's going to be the most practical we, family car. Are we talking about the exact same design? Or are we talking about a new streamlined 2015? Well, it, says, it says new models, but as far as I can tell, it's going to be the same car. It's going to be the DeLorean DMC-12, which is the one that was used in Back to the Future. Right. I wonder if uh, they're going to put a flux capacitor in it. Just for just for a cool. gimmick, <laughs> you know, you know, anyone that buys that car, if that was an optional extra, you would buy it. You'd be like, yeah, just give me. I don't care if it's just flashing lights. <laughs> put it, put it in the middle of the back where, where, can, where it can should be. Can buy. <laughs> I, I've seen, I've actually seen like really um, cheesy things that you plug into the cigarette lighter. You know, like the the flux capacitor that you run. Oh really? Lighter, yeah. <laughs> uh, which That's is quality. Uh, which is actually quite shocking. I think <laughs> to be honest, why you'd have that piece of tat in your car, I don't know. But anyway. <laughs> Uh, I've not got a lot to say other than um, the cars are expected to uh, roll off the production line at, at some point in 2017. And uh, will it, you you know, I know you're a Jedi, but um, the price will turn me to the dark side a little bit. Uh, oh God, I can feel, I can feel the darkness creeping in already. Somewhere in the region of $100,000. That is definitely the path to the dark side. <laughs> Interesting fact, though. One thing I never knew was uh, the cars were actually made in Northern Ireland for a couple of years, between 1981 and 1983. So uh, oh, Interesting. Yeah. A bit of a uh, uh, little, uh, little fact there for you guys. Uh, and I think that's about us for, for this podcast, my friend. 
Yeah, so in uh, just quick sub on the subject of the DeLorean, we actually bumped into the Gadget Show host, Jason Bradbury, who actually had the power laces, the Nike shoes with the power laces, and he was in the time machine last year at the Gadget Show when we got rejected. We bumped into him at the Halo launch event in Camden Town earlier this year, uh, last year, sorry. And he did say, didn't he, Dave, that we could get an interview at the Gadget Show this year? He did, yes. So hopefully we will get to see the time machine and Jason Bradbury and maybe the Nike power laces. <laughs> Fingers crossed. <laughs> yeah. So anyway, that's it for this What Gear World's First podcast. Make sure you join us every Friday for more podcasts like this. Make sure you subscribe to the YouTube channel. Every Friday we're uploading new tech leaks and throughout the week we're releasing tech videos as well, depending on when, when uh, new products are available. So keep an eye on that. Uh, thanks for listening. Big thanks to Avi Dave out in Cambridge. Hello, thank you. They, they call me the Games Master. And uh, yeah, I'm, I'm a bit of a Jedi. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, thanks, thanks, thanks for listening and uh, see you in the next one. Don't be late.